Welcome to the MSP Corner podcast. Before we kick off our show, we would like to share what our main objective is at the MSP Corner. Our main goal is to help CEOs build profitable and self-sustainable IT service firms. We are not just providing tools for IT firms. We will be sitting in meetings with you to ensure your IT firm stays on track. The first area we are focused on, strategic sales. IT firms are stuck selling technology or IT support. We will provide you with the blueprint so you position your firm as an added value to your prospects. We will have framework on how to sell value so you influence the prospect into selecting your firm. The second area we see many IT firms struggle in is marketing. 90 plus percent of businesses rely on antiquated marketing methods. The most popular choice, word of mouth. We have proven methods on how to attract the ideal prospect. Our framework will include how to become the online authority and be the business influencer for an industry. The third component to our package, scaling. IT firms walk away from opportunities because they lack the bandwidth or skill set to scale. We have lined up reputable businesses so our members can hire on-demand resources that will allow them to scale their business. The fourth area we will offer help in, selecting the right tools. In order to deliver value, you need the right tech stack. Our platform will offer information on products that are the ideal choice for MSPs. The fifth area we will offer help in is with documentation. Templates are a critical component when building an MSP. We will have contracts, proposals, SOWs, collateral, and much more in the template section. You will have every document you need to start up your managed IT service business. Thank you for tuning in. Let's go to our next podcast. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining our podcast. I am your host, Fernando Leone, and I am joined by my co-host, Gregory Morabietz. And today we're going to discuss, uh, I haven't found one CEO who's dying to discuss SEO or lead generation, but we're going to continue plugging away because it's so important. And I'm going to get on my soapbox and continue preaching the SEO uh, strategy because it's important. You need to have it. And we're going to be proving, we're going to be providing the proof in the pudding as to why SEO is so critical. So let's kick this next show off and let's go over the table of contents real quick. And what do we have planned for today is why is SEO so complicated? Because there's so much to consider when you're uh, building out this type of strategy, the website, what, what is, what should you be concerned with the website, uh, content creation, omni-channel, ride the wave of the, ride the, the, the trade, the trend wave. And the really important question is, how long does it take to for a site to rank? It's really tough to answer, but it's it can be easy. 
but it's complicated. <laughs> it sounds like a sounds like a single man's dating life. It's complicated. So, why is SEO so complicated? What is what is so complicated about SEO is because there's so much to consider when you're implementing an SEO uh, strategy. First, you have to consider your keywords. You got to determine, hey, this is my level of expertise. This is my experience. And this is who I'm going to target. I mean, the messaging has to be so on point. And when we're talking about on-page and off-page SEO, you're talking about some complex topics because on-page SEO is very easy to address. You got you to gotta think about the messaging, uh, the website, what, what's included on the website, really. You gotta, it's got to be easy to navigate. You got to uh, make sure it can download quickly. There's no broken links and you have relevant content because if you're going to be talking about IT services, if, if you want to sell IT services to, let's say, a the legal industry and you're talking about IT services for the medical industry, you're not going to get very many conversions because your messaging is so specific. So I tell every IT firm, keep it general, but in your blogs, your content creation, that's where you get specific. But for your site, keep it simple. You wanna tell a compelling message, all of your relevant content needs to be tied with your keywords. And an SEO expert can easily tell you if it's easy to navigate, it loads fast, if there's any broken links, and as far as the off-page SEO, gosh, it's it's a long list to go over, but I'll quickly go over some of them because off-page is it should be done uh, should be handled mainly by an SEO expert because it's mainly backlinks, quality, not just any backlink building, but quality backlink building because you don't want your uh, site associated with a a site that provides misinformation, ooh, that would be the worst, right? Because Google is main goal is to provide their clients with accurate information, quality information. If you provide that for this for uh, for Google, you tell them, hey, look, I'm a credible source. I provide great content. I know what I'm talking about. I have experience. I have testimonials. I have case studies because they scan all of that information the algorithm does a remarkable job when it's scanning your uh, website it tells them that you are the authority for your area now if you get really lucky like us and have your site come up anywhere in the world well then you're doing something right but let's jump over to content creation and what what does that really mean well, it's important to keep your information up to date, right? And what do I mean by that? Well, if you're one of your blogs is discussing, you know, how Windows 2008 helps small businesses run more efficiently, I would think about updating it to Windows 20. What's the latest operating system, Gregory? Or latest? Yeah, what's the latest operating system that you Windows would want to be? 
Windows 11. Yeah, you would want to be talking about Windows 11. So keep your information up to date. Keep it fresh. And how do you do that? You do that with your blogs, your case studies, your, your, um, your testimonials, right? Your blogs are going to be so critical to the authority you have, uh, the, the authority you represent. Because Google wants to, like I was mentioning earlier, they want to point their clients to the ideal solution they're looking for, right? They don't want to be uh, pointing their their audience to somewhere that is providing them with inaccurate information. That is not gonna that's not gonna help your uh, authority level. What else helps your authority level are podcasts. So, in your podcast, why? Why are those so important? Well, it it helps with people who are the the it, it adds another layer of authority because you're talking about the experience you have. You, you're talking about the problems you solve for a specific industry. You're discussing um, in an audio way the the content that your audience wants to hear. Remember. You want to produce content that your audience wants to hear. You guys are listening to me because you want to you want to know how are you going to solve this SEO puzzle? Because you know when you do solve this puzzle, the SEO complex puzzle is you're going to start generating leads. And I know every business out there wants leads. You cannot have enough leads. It's impossible. You your organization should that's the only thing they should focus is focus on is generating leads. That's it. Obviously, you got to deliver a great service and um, you need to uh, make sure that your clients are happy. But this is this could be on automatic. This is not something that you need an individual constantly working on. SEO is is so is is automated, right? We're we're where we obviously have our resources in place, so we uh, we don't really put a lot of energy into SEO because we have other people working on it. But when you're starting off, you're probably going to have to do a lot of the work because SEO can be a little expensive. Now, podcasts, that's all you. That's all you producing content. That is you discussing problems you're going to solve. And that is going to go a long way with Google. That just tells them, hey, these guys know what they're talking about. They're solving problems for the financial industry or medical industry. And they're talking about, you're, you're talking about all the buzzwords that industry wants to hear. All right. Now, what's another form of, of, of content you can create to add to your authority are short form videos. Short form videos can be shared on every social media platform that creates automatically a out of um, another backlink from TikTok, from Instagram, from YouTube, from LinkedIn, from Facebook. I mean, those are five big sites that are that are quality sites. And in these short form videos, what are you doing? Same thing you're doing on your podcast. You're talking about problems you solve. You're not talking about how great you are 
or you're that you're the fastest response time organization or you have uh techs that walk on water no 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 you don't want to do that that is a big no-no you want to talk about the value you bring to your clients the problems you solve so keep that in mind this is the new way of doing business guys you know it used to be it used to be of like oh let's throw some information out there and it'll see if it'll stick if you plan on owning the market in your area you need to start pro producing content that tells google you the you are the authority in your area webinars webinars is another way of sharing your content online now you might think well i don't provide a product that's okay you can have a your Obviously, you have an EDR in place. If you don't have a SIM or if you don't have uh, other security or let's say storage, disaster recovery, anything along those lines, if you have products that you implement, I'm sure it's easy to uh, interview your account manager for, for uh, let's say, Datto that provides you with an RMM tool and why an RMM tool is so important for the financial industry for any business for that matter of fact and just discussing in this webinar the value these tools bring to organizations is going to help you climb that organic google ladder so keep that in mind it's easy to do it doesn't cost anything you just have to put the time in all right so let's talk about omni-channel and how that's going to help you build your brand your online brand right because this provides users with well provides your organization with more exposure right because you're going to be sharing information on social media right and you want to also uh, build an email marketing campaign if you have the budget for paid ads you i would invest heavily in paid ads because that will continue building your authority online all right so there's another topic that i learned about the other day it's called ride the wave trend and if you're a sock write a blog on the latest cyber breach at mgm so that's gonna so what you would do is you would write the blog and then you would share it on social media through your email marketing and have it be a download in your paid ads this adds to your authority because google sees this as okay these guys are producing good content it's not they're not producing fake news they're talking about the latest breach at mgm so if you have Great writing skills, I would look into that because you want to ride the wave trend is what I've I, I go to several webinars on marketing strategies and that was highly recommended and I believe it. I believe it when you're writing about something that is the, a trend in the industry and you can piggyback on it makes total sense to me. All right, so well, what if you don't 
you don't know how to find trends, well, you can go easily do that by going to trends.google.com forward slash trends. You can find the latest trends there. There's another site called Answer the Public, and that's answerthepublic.com. And there you, you're, you're, you can enter keywords and it'll give you uh, certain titles, what people are looking for. So if you write computer support or IT support for a small business, it's going to tell you what people are looking for online. That's why they, they, they called it Answer the Public. Exploding Topics. And that's exactly their website is explodingtopics.com. So there you go for locating trends. But here's going to be a really important question is, is it's, it's complicated, but how long does it take for a site to rank? You know, it, I did mention that 99% of your competitors are not investing in an SEO because they also don't believe in it. They also feel it's a myth, but it's not. So depending on your location, depending on how great your website is and how much content you have, has your site been indexed? And how old is your site? Because Google, they're going to be a bit questionable if your site is you know less than a year old. They don't like sites that are brand new. Right. They want to see some experience. It just tells them that you don't have any experience. Right. So remember the eat. It's called eat <laughs> like eat your lunch uh, approach. Uh, experience, expertise, authority. And the T stands for one more thing that I fail to to remember. But. EAT is the way Google determines if your site is the authority. But the T, let me get that T for you guys because it's an important letter that is part of their algorithm because it's important. It's, it's, it's how Google determines authority. It's, it's how they determine you are a value source that is reliable. So the T stands for trustworthiness. So how do you, how do you, first experience is easy, right? You can easily describe your experience in blogs, expertise. Well, are you an expert with Windows? Are you an expert in databases? Are you an expert with security, right? So they're gonna easily determine your expertise by the content you create. Authority, again, is going to be based on how much content you create that is talking to them about specific keywords. So if you're always writing about ice cream and IT, well, you're not going to be ranking very high because ice cream has nothing to do with IT support. Trustworthiness, well, if you have references that post testimonials on your website, on um, well, you would have to post the testimonials. They don't, but you need to post testimonials to tell Google, hey, I have clients. They say great things about me. And that is that is critical. That is critical to your authority. And it's critical for you to climb that ladder because it's an important ladder to climb. It's the most important ladder you're going to climb. 
if you plan on building a successful business, you need your site needs to rank on Google. Greg, do you have any questions? Because uh, I'm ready to yeah. wrap this up. I wanted you to, to. There's two different things. You you always refer to it as SEO, but there are actually two different terms. Um, why do you why do you not use the second term? Is it because you think everything falls under SEO, or is that just the common mark industry? Everybody just calls it SEO because there's there's SEO and there's SEM, and you kind of mix them together a little bit. And I don't know if SEM is just a a, a tired term or what, uh, what's the what's the deal there? You are always referring to SEO, but then you mention the SEM components of it. I, well, I've never mentioned SEM. Because I'll tell you why, because it confuses people. SEM is tied to um, PPC. It's it's considered search engine marketing. Right. So um, I tend to gloss over that. I, I I tend not to mention it because it's the same thing as I, I as PPC, and people are more familiar with PPC. So. I uh, I tend to um, um, stick to SEO and PPC, but there's you know the SEM term is growing in popularity, so uh, I don't mind talking about it. But it's the same thing as PPC. So well, online marketing, to be honest with you, right? Online marketing is um, is is tied to search engine marketing and SEO. And so you you talk about like the pretty much the layman the layman understanding of SEO um but you don't talk about the technical the technical things you can do and why is that because that's more I reserve that for the SEO experts and we're going to have an SEO expert um uh, on a show soon because it's I, I go to a lot of these webinars for SEO. There's it seems to be going on more and more. It's gaining in popularity because people are realizing that this is important. SEO is important. You know, we're we're not in the 20th century anymore where we would we had to rely on print printed material to find a resource such as yellow pages or the or the newspapers everything you want if you i mean if you think about how you live your life today if you want to find something you go online and you look for it i i know i do 90 100 of the time if i'm looking for something i remember calling 411 for information right because that's how we that's how we found businesses. Now it's at the tip of our fingers. It's so easy to easily research three or four firms, and companies know that. And our generation, we're we're in the same generation, and I, I think we're ahead of the curve when it comes to uh, technology. Because you and I have been in technology for so long, but. Like my mom, she doesn't use a computer, but my cousins and 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 nephews and nieces, that's all they do. They're on their phones. 
And if they need something, they're looking for it online. They're doing searches and that's the way of the future. And I see more marketing firms talking about this because it is critical to a business, to, to, to running a successful business. But uh, to stay, to go back to your question about SEM, yeah, search engine marketing, same thing as saying online marketing, but there's real no, there's really no acronym for online marketing. You don't say OM, you say SEM or SEO or PPC. Does that answer your question? Yeah, which of the super technical, you did mention backlink, which is a technical term. Yes. Which of the other technical terms do you think are important for a layman or a person who's not an SEO expert to to know about? You you mentioned backlinks. Is there anything else? And There's I know me- you mentioned keywords too, but those are two terms that people are just not going to know what that means at all. Yeah. What else is there that you you would you would throw in there? Um, well, sure, sure. And let's talk about the um, the off page uh, SEO because that's more of the behind the scenes uh, magic that goes on, right? It's how a website is built, how you navigate it. Because navigate if, if you build a website that's complicated and convoluted. It's going to tell Google that you don't know what you're doing, that you that it's difficult for people or visitors to find information. They will not want to drive traffic to your site if it's like that. If it's simple to navigate, if it's simple to find information, if it's fast, they will they will start. They will. How do you how do you know it's any of those things? Well, you got you need an SEO expert. They will tell you. But I, I find a lot of IT firm guys, because they're super technical, they will build their own websites. Worst thing you could do. Worst thing to do to your business. Because you're not following SEO best practices. I mean, even when you're when you're um, applying a an image, that image should follow an SEO best practice. If it's an image of a guy fixing a computer, it should be... It should have a title that is relevant to the topic you're discussing on that page. So those and, and there's meta tags, and those are terms that that are better explained by an SEO expert. But just that, just the just the image having a title on it and ha- and being relevant to the page you're you're applying it to is important. I mean, Google's algorithm is that is that amazing, right? Because they they look they factor all of that in to determine that hey, these guys are the authority. They've followed SEO best practices. So, but yeah, no, the, you you got some good questions because yeah, uh, these are these are these are things that that are critical if you plan on succeeding with your SEO strategy. And here's one more important thing. And this is why I, I like the group that we're working with is because before they even determined SEO is a fit, and this is why a lot of a lot of IT firms hate SEO people because they they're not a quality firm, obviously. But what I loved about the firm, what I do love about the firm that um, that we work with today is they first determined 
Hey, before you invest in SEO, you need to determine if there's demand for your specific keywords, right? So I gave them a long list of keywords that that we want to rank for because I determined, okay, these keywords is what my audience enters in a Google search if they're looking for me. So I gave them this long list of keywords and sure enough, they came back with that same list and they said, well, these top 10 words are searched for hundreds and hundreds of times each week or each day or each month. And then this, these other 10 words, ah, eh, not so great, not so great. We don't wanna focus on those keywords because those words are only entered uh, a dozen times each quarter, right? So they can easily tell you, look, you wanna focus on these keywords. You wanna create content around these keywords. So your site needs to talk about these keywords. All your services need to be talking about just these keywords. So that's what we call the on-page SEO because your, 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 your potential clients are on your page looking at information and that's what they can see. They can see the content and that's why they call it on-page and off-page. Your clients can't see the backlinks because nobody really wants to see the backlinks. They're not important to, to the end user, but it is important to Google. So. Anything else I can clear up for you? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that is, I'm going to wrap this up because that's pretty much it. I, I've covered everything I could on, hopefully I answer some questions on why SEO is so important because it put us on the map. It took us to another level. I mean, it's just a constant stream of meeting requests. And, you know, I, I, one of the things that I know IT firms dislike is, is misguidance or, or deception, right? You, you, you have these firms that say, Hey, I'm going to give you some leads. Well, you know, even I have become very skeptical with these firms because it's like, okay, what, what does a lead mean to you? Right. How do you define a lead? And I want to clearly define, I want to clearly explain what I, how I define a lead. A lead to me is someone that wants to talk to me about the specific services we offer. That's it. They're, uh, they're a business that is in need of, let's say, a SOC or a help desk, or they're looking to fire their MSP, and they're like, hey, we found you online, and we we need you. We, we saw that your website provides us with information that we need. We need what you have to offer. So that's what we consider a lead, or that's what I consider a lead. I've, I've seen other firms that are, they're just giving you a list of names and and phone numbers and email addresses. And they're like, here, here are hundreds of leads for you to, to call on now. And I, I don't consider that a lead. I consider that a list. And that is far, far, far from a very hot lead, which is somebody who is in need of something that you offer. That's it. I mean, how do you define a lead? Would you define a lead the same way? I've seen marketing groups and sales groups define leads differently. Um, 
there's a difference between a lead and I think an opportunity. Um, so there's those two things. So what is a lead versus what's an opportunity? Um, a lead could just be, hey, my friend might be looking for a new IT firm. That could be, I, I guess that could be a lead. But then opportunity would be, there's this company that wants 25 monitors, right? You just already know there's a there's an opportunity there. But, you know, those are two different things, right? My friend's looking for an IT firm or my friend looks is looking for 25 monitors. You may call that person up and they may say, no, I, I don't want anything right now or I'm not interested or I've, I've got my fill of these calls. But if you call the guy with 25 monitors, he's going to go, hey, submit your proposal or your your, your or fill out this RFQ or RFP um, and and submit your quote and we'll look at it and we'll decide. So there's definitely a difference between a lead and an opportunity. Identifying, making a lead into an opportunity is is the process of selling, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you you bring up a very valid point because you're right. There's um, an opportunity. I, I would guess then I would have to say that the opportunities that uh, are converted on our website is our uh, hot opportunities. And then, then there's people that are like, well, there's are, are they describing cold, warm and hot opportunities or because, I, you know, the, the, that was one of the popular popular terms, right? Cold, hot, and warm leads. And it's like uh, uh, a hot lead could be somebody that's in the market to, to, to do, you know, they need something in the next 30 days. Oh, this is a hot lead. They need it now, right? And a cold lead is just a name on a number of a business that would possibly need IT services. So people have, you know, been making their own definitions of how they you know want to define a term so i uh i i i i i could see how i can start floating to the opportunity um term because yeah it's an opportunity that uh is has presented itself to me and that's what i'd like to see i want more opportunities knocking on my door you know, I don't want to be knocking on doors or making phone calls. I want them calling me saying, hey, I need you. Right. We want to uh, attract more of those businesses because they're out there and they need it. They need us. So. Yes, but that's that's a good point. That's a really good point you bring up. Cool, man. All right. Anything else? No. All right. All right. Well, um, We'll wrap this show up and thank you uh, everybody for listening and don't forget to sign up to be a member at the mspcorner.com. Please share our link with a CEO who might find our information beneficial to their business, but um, we're going to wrap this up and you can all have a good night. Thank you for listening and don't forget to sign up to be a member on www.mspcorner.com. Please share our link with a CEO who will find our information beneficial to their business. Have an awesome day.